What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the C-Squared Podcast. I'm your host, CJ Wilkins, and today we have my best friend here today. Who, who, who's here today? Who, who my best friend? Hi, my name is Yasmin. What's poppin'? What's poppin', Yasmin? <laughs> What's poppin'? So, give us a little 30-second intro. Uh, hi, my name is Yasmin. I'm from Katy, Texas. Currently live in College Station with my wife and dogs. You Ooh, know yeah. what it is. Yes, ma'am. Uh, obviously, I got introduced as a best friend. Been best friends for eight years now. Damn, it's been that long. I know. Damn, it's been that long. Fucking old, dude. <laughs> I know. Actually, longer, I think. What is it? It's 2021, right? We're about to hit yeah, 2022. 2022. 2015. Yeah, about eight years. Damn, dude. I really you... been in Texas most of my life. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. But to think high school was like that long ago? There's no way. I know. There's no way. I know. <laughs> I literally have like memories from like four years ago of me graduating. I'm like, it was four years ago. Like, we're those people that still talk about high school like it was five seconds ago. Right. Because it feels like that though. It was it went by in, in a snap. Literally, in a snap. Snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today we're going to talk about, uh, well, it's more of a motivational, like one-on-one kind of interview. Uh, some like inspirational, motivational stuff. Like, you know, you know how we do. Like we get a, mm-hmm. we get kind of deep in these questions. So that's why right, I right. should be like a good person to be on this podcast. So we, we'll do something. Uh, we'll do that. And uh I guess I'll get the the first question started. Fair enough. All right. So, something. What what's basic questions? Uh, what is, what do you think one of your greatest strengths are? Hmm. I think one of my greatest strengths is that I'm always down to give advice. You're always down to give advice. Yeah. Like I I I don't know if I'm a great listener per se because I definitely listen to like respond. I need to work on that. But I feel like my responses are really good. No, they are. They are. So how do you think uh, your advice giving, like, helps you out in life? Like, do you feel like uh, your advice, do you think people actually take heed to your words and actually apply them? Um, I feel like my advice really helps me make friends because, like, I feel like people seek me out to get advice now do they follow it probably not half the time but i feel like that's more on them you know they everybody takes their own path and like just because you get good advice doesn't mean you're necessarily gonna follow it like i don't even follow my own advice half the time so i can only imagine like what their situation is from an outside perspective no no i can i can definitely attest to that like, yeah, you can, because no, I'm giving you advice. Absolutely. Like, you have not, <laughs> not followed. I'm not, not, like, ignore, but I would definitely, like, listen yeah. to to what you have to say. But I I do think that is a big part of you and how you make friends and stuff as well. It's like, I don't know, you just have, like, that energy around you. So, like, yeah, whenever, they call it mom energy. Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah. So how has that helped you, like, um, I think it's made me feel, like, needed in the world. Like, I don't know what my purpose is, but I feel like that's part of it. Like, I definitely feel like part of me as a person is to help people get to where they need to be. But it's also, like, 
pretty detrimental. I mean, I feel like I'm an empath and I know people who are like, if you say you're an empath, you're not an empath, but I just feel like... I don't get that. Like, I, I really don't get when people say that. Like, I just don't know why identifying yourself as something is like making you like make right. you a new... Right. Yeah. It makes you sound like conceited or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> like people have told me I'm an empath, so that's why I say it. Not because I think right. I am. I get it but, um, from like a conceited perspective, but no. Yeah, like, ooh, I'm an empath. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know. It, it's just because I'm an empath, I feel like like giving advice and hearing everyone else's problems is really heavy on me. Like it makes me feel really heavy. Like a girl earlier told me she got sexually assaulted and she like oh was asking God. me how, yeah, she asked me how I knew I was gay and all this stuff. And I was, I was like, girl, like, and I gave her the best advice I could, you know, I, I did my due diligence, but it's like knowing that like someone I know got sexually assaulted and there was like nothing I could do about it really weighs heavy on me. Right. So you feel like, your advice is more like a, I feel called to action. Like I have to say something. Like I can't just let you sit by and kind of, you know, yeah. get hit with life. I just feel like there's a lot of people that I encounter that are like in the fucking rough of it. And if I don't do anything, then like I'm just helping them along, like down into the dirt. You know what I mean? Right. So I feel like my advice on some scale, like, on some level, like, helps them out of, like, one little trench. At least I'd like to believe it does, you know? Yeah, I think so. So what, uh, what's something that drives you towards, like, one, to, like, a goal of yours? Like, what are you, what is your driving factor to reach mm. your goals? That's an interesting question because I'll honestly... Like, I usually tell people that I don't have drive. Like, I don't have ambition. And that's so strange. But if I had to choose, like, a goal, right? Let's say, like, my goal being, like, I want to be a stay-at-home mom, right? Mm -hmm. Or be, like, be like live that life. I think, honestly, what, I, what I'm doing right now is just trying to work as hard as I can so that I can live like that later. So, so grind now. Just, like, rest yeah. later. Grind now, rest later, you know, live live that hard life now, do the things I don't want to do now so I don't have to do them later. And do you think you're you'll obtain that? Um honestly, it's just a waiting game. You just gotta, you know, go with it and see where it takes you. I mean, hopefully that's the goal, but you know, goals change all the time. Right. So how do you find your this uh your success like through your goals and your motivation? Like, how do you um, know, how do you know, like, this is, like, okay. Yeah, like, I'm how do you right know path. your, how do yeah. you know, yeah. Um, I think, like, little, little, uh, like, stepping stones or, like, little goals leading up to the big goals, like, a good indicator, like, like, um, Emily's making salary now, so that's good. Ooh. Um, we're, like, we got me a car, like, that was a first step, um, um, you know, I got a gym membership, that's a different step. Oh, yeah. You know, just, like, little things here or there that you got to, like, put in place to, like, reach that big-ass goal, you know? Right. No. I'm going I'm to time out right there because I haven't been to the gym in almost a month now. I think it yeah. might be over a month now. And it's kind of, like, I feel, I definitely feel set back. And yeah. I can definitely tell a difference when, uh, like, whenever I don't go to the gym. Because, I, I don't know, I feel, I feel more, like, how do I say this? Okay, I'm going to say this, just like spit it out. 
mm-hmm. where I feel more like alive when I'm at the gym and I'm working out mm-hmm. or whatever. I, I don't know. It just it's because your feel... body has a routine, so it gives you serotonin, dude. Ah, that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, that serotonin that, that you're lacking. That serotonin you're lacking on a daily basis. When you work out, your endorphins get high. Your heart rate goes up. Your mind. Like, that's why working out, like, when they say work on your mentality, like, every single therapist I've ever talked to is, like, you got to work on, like, when they say mind, body, and soul, they mean it. Like, your mind, body, and soul need work. So, like, if you're going to therapy, nothing's going to help if you're not working out on your body or eating right or doing whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's really a full-time job. Right. So, okay, sorry. I, I, I cut you off earlier, so continue. For what? I, I cut you off, like, right there earlier. <laughs> right where? Because <laughs> I, I, went, I went on a little tangent, so I cut you off. I think yeah. I did, at least. Or were you done? No. No, yeah, I think I was done. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay, I, I meant to ask this question uh, earlier, but is what is one piece of advice you would give your past self right now? Hmm. Honestly, like, don't think, take things too seriously. Like, I knew that it's like kind of cliche, but I feel like, like, as a child, I put a lot of, a lot of stress on myself trying to figure out what I wanted to do or what I wanted to be or where I wanted to go. And I feel like I kind of missed out on a lot because I was always looking to the future and I wasn't really living in the present. Mm. And I feel like that's a lot of people's problems. And, like, maybe dwelling too much on the past. So I feel like, like, don't think, take stuff too seriously is kind of, like, a blanket term for, like, like, you don't need to focus on the past or the future. Like, you need to focus on the present. No, I'm having, I'm having, like, some difficulty with that as well. Like, trying to stay in the present moment. Yeah. So how, how is, uh, how do you, like, do you see yourself doing that now? Like, are you more present in the moment now? Um, it's definitely something I'm working on. Like, it's definitely something that I need to work towards because I feel like still now today, like, my wedding passed and, like, I feel, like, empty. Like, I feel like I didn't really fully experience it the way I wanted to experience it because I was just so stressed out about it. And, like, that sucks because that's, like, supposed to be a memory that you have forever, you know? Right. And I worked so hard on it. No, you really did. So it's like, it's almost like disappointing because I was like so stressed out about everything going perfectly. But in the end, like I only fucked myself because it was perfect, but I didn't experience it how I wanted to. So it's like, it's like a double-ended sword. I feel like Mm. any kind of thing that you want to experience in real time takes work. And so it's like balancing the work you put into it, but also experiencing it and not worrying about the work that you put into it at the same time. So, um, so since you're like a really, really close friend of mine, what is, Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think my greatest strengths are? Mm. You know, I feel like I struggle with these kinds of questions because like what I would say, what I want to say your biggest strengths are, I feel like you as a person would think they're not. You know what I mean? Well, you, you have a totally entirely different view of me. So, yeah. Well, let me see. Honestly, I feel like you're really personable. 
Like, I feel like you really try and mold yourself, your Gemini ass, to, like, whoever you're around. You threw my Zodiac and... sign in there. I feel attacked personally. <laughs> Gemini cancer on the scene. <laughs> but I feel like, I feel like you really try and make yourself, uh, like, you change yourself to what other people are comfortable with, which I admire. Like, you try and make everyone feel comfortable around you. Um, sometimes at the expense of yourself, which I hate, but I understand why you do it. Cause it like, it, it opens doors. If I'm being honest, like, I feel like half the people, you know, you know them because you reflected their personality in a way that made them comfortable. But then you actually opened up yourself to like what you actually and who you actually are. So I feel like that's a really big strength. Um, I also feel like you're just dedicated as fuck. I mean, like, you're honestly one of the most driven people I know. And, like, I know you're really hard on yourself about it, but, like... Yeah, this isn't about me right now. <laughs> you well, asked me a question is, about but, you. But uh, I didn't expect you to go in. <laughs> well? I was, I was hoping... I was expecting more like, oh, yeah, you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, I cut you off again. <laughs> no, you're cool. <laughs> Hold up, I'm gonna hit him with the with the bruh. Bruh. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do if I cut you off again. Just bruh. No, you're fine. This is a conversation. It's a two way street. So what? What is uh? So you say I mold myself around, like, to everybody. I say, because, okay. I feel, yeah, yeah, you kind of hit that one on the nail. But I feel like if everybody's vibing and having a good time, then everybody is, like, we're all on the same level. We're all comfortable now. And, like, everyone can have more fun that way. Yeah, that's true. I just feel like, I don't know, maybe an anxiety thing, because I have really bad anxiety. But I feel like, if I try and change myself to fit other people's, like, comfortability whenever I go home or when I'm by myself or after I've hung out with that person, like, I feel weird. Like, I feel off. Like, I feel like, damn, did I really display my best self? Like, did I display something that people would actually want to keep coming around? You know? Like. Have you ever felt that way with me? I, I think it's just a generalization. Like, like, even sometimes after I talk to Emily, I'm like, damn, did I say too much? Like, did I... Did I not say enough? Like, so did I say something like I wasn't an, supposed to an say? Overthinking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like anxiety on Max. Like, has nothing to do with like, honestly, closeness. Or like, even when I go hang out with my parents, I'm like, damn, should I not have said this or should I have done that or you know what I mean? Right. So I think that just that plays into it. The whole like, because anybody can be a mirror of someone else, you know? Right. And but you do it in a cool way. So yeah. I was going to say, um, you brought me back on track. So I was going to say, they say, like, you project, like, you, this, the things that you don't like about yourself, like, you kind of project on other people. So, like, or people are, like, mirrors or whatever of yourself. Mm -hmm. So whatever you yeah. like in somebody, that's what you like in yourself. Whatever you don't like in people, that's what you hate about yourself. So do you think you have, like, do you think you have a lot of friends that you like more than you hate? Hmm. That's a good question. Honestly. Answer carefully. No, I mean, honestly, I think I have more friends that I like than I hate. But 
I also have done a lot of like soul searching recently to where I understand the things that I don't like about myself and the things that I do like. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know if I would agree with that because I feel like a lot of the things that happen in my friendships aren't necessarily things that I can control with in terms of like friendships that have ended or like not do not exist anymore. So do you think uh, a friendship could be resurrected like after you've done like some soul searching or whatever? I guess essentially forgive, forgive somebody. Mm. Do you think they're allowed back in your life or do you think, yeah, you're, you can come back into my life, but now you got to be watched from a distance? No, actually, like I'm horrible at that. Like I'll, I'll forgive people super easy and then I'll get hurt again. Same. So, like, I get fucked up. Like, I get beat up. Like, literally, I forgive people too easy. Like, it's so bad. But I just want to believe the best people. Yeah, it's also, like, I feel deep down, like, I don't know. You just want to be surrounded by people. You know what I mean? Like, you just want friends. I feel like that that's a realization that I made, like, growing up. Like, you know, we're surrounded by millions of people throughout grade school. And then all of a sudden, once you graduate, you're, like, thrown into a world where you don't have connections really to anybody. And you have to figure out how to navigate and make friends, like, in the real world. So do you think uh, your connections with these people, like, before going out into the real world, do you think your connections with them are strong enough, like, to overcome those kind of, uh, like, those feelings? Like, the anxiety feelings? Yeah, like going out into the real world like anytime you get back with your group of friends like so okay for example like me and Cameron right we like we don't see each other often but we like snapchat each other every now and then but like once we get together it's like we never left type shit oh yeah 100% that's that's kind of I I, I didn't know how to word that (laughs) no yeah uh, yeah honestly that like okay but that's different because I feel like that's like best friendship you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I feel like like, I feel like people's ideas of best friends are super weird nowadays. Like, honestly, it, everybody who I call a best friend, the number one thing that shows me they are a best friend is we could go without talking for months. And the time, and like, when I see you, I see you, it's on site. Like, we're having the best time of our lives. Oh, like, absolutely. Hands down. Absolutely. Or like, or like, uh, it's like we never left each other. We could talk about anything. Or like, it's not awkward when we see each other again. You know what I mean? Like, right. like Cam, Murray, like Cade, all those, all those people. Like, as soon as we all get together, like, it's like nobody ever left. You know what I mean? It's like right. we never spent time apart. It's like, now I want to get away from y'all faster. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh shit, we spent too much time together again. Yeah, for sure. Literally, I love that. And like, I and I feel that way a lot of, with a lot of people. Like, my cousins are one people, some people that I really feel that way. Like, a man, before my birthday, I hadn't talked to Krishan in years. Really? And he just, like, picked up, like, nobody's business, and we had a great time. Absolutely. Yeah. He likes being around y'all, so. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, so, like, that that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I feel like, I feel like the real world prepares just, you I, for certain. I just think everybody loves being around your family. But, yeah, the real world, go ahead. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I talk a lot. You're going to have to interrupt me, but yeah, my family is definitely like a beacon of fun. Like they definitely have their ups and downs, but they're pretty much like a bunch of just copies of me or different variations or different variants. That's so weird to think about. 
That's so weird to yeah. think about because I don't I don't think that, but you really are just like a piece of your family, you know? Well, well, that's how it, like, you get raised by your family, you get traits by your family, like, that's just how it is. But I never looked, I don't know, I never looked at it like that. It just kind of, like, hit me. It's yeah, like, like you, you and your dad, you and your dad are similar. But you and Krishan are similar. It's weird, because I don't see it in that perspective. Yeah. I don't know why I see it that way. I think I see it that way, because everybody likes hanging around my family. And so, like, I had to, like... Because, like, you know how I have my own issues with my parents. And so I had to really look at, like, why do these people like my family? Like, what is going on? <laughs> and I had to look at, like, okay, well, you know, the reason I am so, like, open to having people come to my home or, like, people come to my house or people stay with me or whatever. My mom does that for everybody. Yeah, she's, like, very open and inviting, dude. And, like... Uh, the reason I give good advice is because my dad, he literally, like, goes on tangents about everything. And I used to hate that as a kid, but, like, now I can see why he does it. Like, he really goes in deep and, like, talks about things, like, how they are. And, like, I never realized that before. So now, realizing that, I'm like, okay. So, like, yeah, you're always a, like, make sure of your parents, obviously. But, right. But, yeah. So, I forgot where I was going with that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I can... We can circle back around if you if you remember it. <laughs> okay. So what is a piece of advice that you gave me where you're like, all right, like, you actually listen to me. Like, you know that I'm not just listening to you just to listen to you. Is there a moment that you can think of like that? Um. Or matter, matter of fact, vi- switch that. What is a piece of advice that I gave you that you apply to, to yourself? Or to, like, a situation that you were in? Hmm. Well, I could either go, like, really deep, like, scary hey. deep, or I, I could go, like, surface level. Bro, hit him with it. I mean, to live. That's good advice. All right. That's fair enough. That was good advice. Um. Let's see. I mean, you basically saved my relationship. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for your advice, like, you honestly, like, death come high water if I'm, like, on the verge of killing myself. You're the only person that will pull me back and be like, Yazzie, like, what are you doing, bro? I need like, you, dummy. <laughs> like, let's bring this back to surface. Like, let's let's figure out what we're doing. Like, what's going on? Like, like honestly, me and Emily would not have survived. Not even, like, on a, like, a depressing, like, kill each other level. More of, like, a, like... Bro, at some points, like, I did not think she loved me. And you helped me realize, like, bro, yeah, she does. Oh she's just God. being an she's idiot. Just, yeah, she's just fucking, uh. She's <laughs> just, uh, she's literally a dude. She's just an idiot. And so, yeah, I mean, that advice. And advice for you, honestly, same thing. Like, I feel like I'm glad you've lived this long. You know, I'm glad we both have survived our depressive pasts or futures or whatever. Um... I mean, hopefully you listen to my advice about 27, bitch. But, um... Uh, I don't think the audience knows about that. Uh, well, they should know based off that number. 20, well, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> 27 Club. Yes, ma'am. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like... Like, both of us give each other advice on relationships a lot. That's I feel like that's really good because I feel like... They both have kind of similar mindsets in terms of relationships, and I feel like we kind of bounce ideas off each other. 
But um. <laughs> Hold on. Keep rolling. This nigga busted into my room and asked me if I wanted a candle. <laughs> a candle? He said this bitch a vigil. Okay. Hold on, audience. Hold on, audience. I got to smell a candle. Where's the smell? Ooh, what's it smell like? Mahogany teak wood. Ooh, that bitch is good. Okay, okay. Fire. This, that one's yours. I'm taking this one. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. Did I say what uh, what the name of this one was? No. Pink apple punch. That's what I'm smelling. This is all from Bath and Body Works. I don't like sweet candles. I like like musky candles. I like. Uh, it depends. It depends. I like what, um, what like sugar candles. To, what smell am I trying to mask? Mask. Yeah, like what kind of smell am I trying to mask? That all depends on the candle. Mm, I don't. I don't. I don't like candles to mask smells. I like candles to create smells. So. This one doesn't really like my entire up. house right now smells like pine. Ooh, this mahogany coconut. Yo, I oh yeah, mahogany like... coconut's fire. Wait, I can have these three. Yo, what? Oh, one out of three. But you said the apple, the pink apple punch. Do the coconut mahogany one. So I can only get three because there's four of them on here. Right, he's saying, but one of three, stupid, not all three. No, nah, fuck you. I want that one. Hold on, hold on. No, that's fine. No, you can have that one. Choose the mahogany I coconut say, I, I one. I was say the coconut one, that one's fire. Here you go, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. I'll, I'll come uh, grab you later. You're not plugged up, but he said, see you later, podcast nights for you to tune in. That was Kershawn, by the way. So we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll give him a round of applause for, for coming. That's hilarious. That was kind of a smooth-ass transition. <laughs> okay. Where were we? Do you remember the last thing you said? Yeah, I was saying that um, we we both have, like, similar relationships, so I feel like we give each other good advice, and, like, we kind of bounce ideas off each other in terms of relationships and stuff. I agree. All right, I think we've both, like, I don't know. I just think we both want to see each other, like, happy, of course, because we're, like, oh, yeah, one shit. But like, one hundred percent. I also want to see you with somebody happy, right? Like, and you know, part of that is my best friend is you know dating my other best friend. So yeah, that's <laughs> so. A, let's keep how, that together, how do you please. Feel about that? Like, what do you mean? Like that? Like that's such an interesting perspective. Like, I I don't have any best friends that are dating my other best friend. So like, which is really interesting because like navigating that in my relationship. Like, Emily gets really jealous sometimes over you. Really? Like, For real what? talk. Like, heavy, heavy For jealousy. <laughs> Just, like, both ways. Like, she's jealous of our relationship. She's jealous that you have another best friend. Like, all above. All around. Bro, if she fucking picks up the phone every now and then to shoot me Pick a text. Pick up the phone, or... baby. It would be nice, but no, I get it. I get it. Life Not happens. even... That's horrible. I hate that. That's such a, like, 
oh, like an adult thing. Like everybody wants everybody to text everybody, but no one's willing to text the other person. And it's like, we're all horrible at texting. I get that. But like a check-in text. Check-in text. I, I need to start doing that again because I, I did kind of fall off on that. I, it's I, just the thing is that life, like life happens and you forget and then it's like, oh shit, like fuck, I forgot. But see, now we've come to the point where we realize that and now somebody's got to take action. <sighs> it's going to have to be me. <sighs> I, I'm there with you. I got you. <laughs> Damn. All right. So I guess, uh, fuck, let's, let's cycle through another question. How, how do you think uh, the people in your friend group would describe you to somebody? Um, honestly, all I ever think I get is, like, she's just the mom of the group. She's just the mom and, of the group? Do you think that can yeah, be taken like, in a bad way? Or how, how would... If I'm, telling yeah. some, if I'm telling somebody about you, what do you think, like, I'm going to say? Uh... I always get the word, she's down to earth. I always get that from people. Okay. No, um, that's definitely one for sure. Yeah. What? Everyone says no, that's it about definitely me. one for sure. Like, you are very down to earth. What does that mean, though? What does that mean? You keep shit real. Like, you see shit for what it is. And, you know, you can also see the perspective of, like, somebody else as well. Like, the empath thing. Yeah. So, very down to earth, very real. So, you have to, like, understand that. Because mm. everyone says that about me, I'm down to earth, and I'm always like, what does that mean? <laughs> um, I'm down to earth, and I just feel like that's all of my personality. It's like they always say I'm down to earth, and I give good advice, and that I'm very welcoming. That's about it. And do I feel like that has a negative impact? Mm, sometimes. Like, I feel like... I feel like growing up a strong uh, sense of like, like for me, like I feel like people liked me because I was attractive and I feel like in adulthood that's changed. And so it's hard navigating like being the mom friend as opposed to like the attractive friend. But I feel like that's just a personal thing. Let's say, why does that, why do looks matter if the personality Uh, is there? I think it's just, I definitely am not friends with you for your looks. Like, we vibe on, like, a spiritual level, okay? <laughs> I don't know if I should have been hurt by that comment. No, or... it wasn't. Okay, if that was... No, no, no. No, that wasn't meant to be, like, I was like, Gary, not because of me, because my looks. Jesus but you, you know what I mean. You know what I meant. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, but does the audience know what you mean? I'm not okay, ugly, y'all. you're right, you're right. No. <laughs> no, but, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm I saying that because think... I don't... I, I'm not friends with people based off of their looks, like... Right, I, you know, you know, but, I pick my friend based off of vibes. Yeah, same. But a lot of people aren't like that. Like, there is a lot of people that are only friends with people because of their attractive level or their attractiveness. Like I said, that's what I'm saying. I think it's very personal to me. It may just even also be in my head. Like, uh, people, I don't think people like me less because I'm not attractive. I just think that personally, I feel less desired. So I feel like. I have to be more of myself in other areas where as before, I didn't have to try so hard, if that makes sense. Like it was definitely like a pretty privileged thing to like have friends that just liked you because you were attractive. Like, I don't know if I'll ever listen to this, but let's just take Carson for instance, right? I feel like, or Ashley, let's take that, like that whole friendship. Yeah, we can always uh, edit out names and stuff too, so. 
okay, well, I'll call them um, Bob and Patricia. Okay, so Bob and, Bob and Patricia, I feel like they, they liked us because we were attractive. And then I feel like because we were attractive, like, they they paid attention and then our personalities shined through. So it, like, became something more, you know what I mean? Whereas it wasn't, a, like... They saw us, they, they like, got to know our personalities and then found us attractive because of our personalities. You know what I mean? I right. feel like that's the difference. Like, there's a difference between finding someone attractive and then because you found them attractive, you got to know their personality. Between, then, like, knowing their personality and because you found their personality, like, good, you found them attractive. Like, so you, that's, okay, that's, to sum that up, what you're saying is you think, they, okay. I think being the mom of the group mm-hmm. is a benefit because I feel like I become like closer to people quicker, but I feel like I used to become closer to people quicker without having to try as hard because I was pretty. And now I've not that I'm not now, but <laughs> <laughs> you're very beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. But, um, yeah, what do you think people would say? What do you, how do you think I introduce you to people? Oh, God. I wouldn't even know. I honestly don't even know at this point. Like, what would you say about me? Like, really, what would you say about me if you were to introduce usually, me to, like, to usually somebody new? Like, yeah, I'm just like, hey, this is my friend CJ. Like, he's the coolest fucking dude. Like, he is like, I honestly, I'd say you're down to earth too. I think I say you're down to earth, and I think I would only use that for you. I don't think I would use that for many people. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people like to claim down to earth, but I feel like when you look at their personality, like they really aren't. I don't know. I just feel like we're real ass people who don't like to gossip or drama, and I feel like there's not a lot of people who are like that. That's very true. No, I like, don't like to be around that shit. That shit is fucking draining. You know, I don't mind being around it. I just don't like being in it. Because <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like, I feel like that's where I thrive. Like, I feel like I thrive in drama, but not because I want to cause it, but because I help people help get out of it. it. <sighs> yeah, because it's hard. Because you know, drama is like it's like a magnet to us. It really because, is. And for what? Because we're one. Because people hate us. Because we don't hate other people. And for two, because we have literally anus. anus. They hate us because they anus. And they hate us because I feel like we have qualities that other people want, but that they don't naturally have. Like, I, I don't think that people like the fact that we could take a situation and get people out of it. They want people to be miserable because they're miserable. Do you think you're, you're able? Okay, because I think you're very good at making the best out of a bad situation. Yeah, I'm very, I feel like I'm very optimistic. I feel like I, you, I, you won't catch me being pessimistic very often. Now, I do complain a lot, <laughs> but I'm not somebody who like, will be in a situation and find myself being like, oh, we could have done, I don't like to dwell on the past or like, right. I don't like to dwell on things that I can't change. So like. So you look for a solution to, to move forward? Right. So let's take like a situation like our car, um, somebody, maybe somebody cracked our window, right? And so literally as soon as it happened, I started looking up windows on my phone to like buy or like I told Emily to look at her insurance 
And she immediately was like, oh my God, who did this? Like, let's figure out what happened. And I'm like, well, it doesn't matter what happened now. Like our window is still broken. So we need to figure out what we can do to fix the window. I know it's broken. (laughs) Bruh. Um, (laughs) Bruh. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I definitely found myself being more optimistic than pessimistic or opportunist. Okay, fair but, enough. But, so. yeah. So, you would you would tell people, oh, yeah, he's cool. Oh, yeah, he's cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, just, I, honestly, like, I just, I, I think I always just referred to you as, like, oh, he's just the best guy. Like, he's he's just funny. Um He's well-driven. Like, I don't really... Like, I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know that? Like, my best friend, CJ, like, he's just cool as fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I really like to let you shine because when people meet you, I feel like, like, they they don't really... You don't really need an introduction. Like, I feel like your personality just immediately shines through. That's so... Okay, I'm, I'm not going to say that's, like, weird to hear, but, like, it, it just kind of, like, brought me back to something that my uncle had told me uh, at my graduation. Like, everyone gave, like, a speech about me or whatever. And he was, like, he essentially said the same exact thing that you did. And I was, like, whoa. Like, yeah, I heard this one before. Yep. But in a, in a good way. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so right now, you fucking hit the lottery. Money and time is no fucking object. What are you going to go do right now? Money and time is no object. Well, like, uh, I guess, what do you mean by money and time is no object? Like, I'm not have, thinking about the future. Do, look, like, I'm not planning. Bills paid. Everything's good. You you can do whatever the fuck you want. Hmm. Like, what is something that you've been wanting to do for such a long time, but say you didn't have the money for? or Buying a baby. Buying a baby. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> getting getting a uh, gastric bypass, uh getting lipo and having a kid. <laughs> All right. Literally. Honestly, I just try I'm just trying to get my body right. That's honestly my main goal right now. My main goal and is to blow saving up for the best like house. I don't know nobody. No, 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 nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about you? What would you do? <sighs> I'm burning everything I have to the fucking ground and I'm going somewhere and we're going we're going on we're going on an extended well overdue vacation. Oh my god, true. <laughs> I don't care where to, I am on first class everything. Like essentially, if I had Jay-Z's black card, I would do whatever I want. Like, but I guess that doesn't answer the question. So I would well, technically, buying plane tickets is the fuck what you would do. I got money to replace everything. I I definitely valuables go without saying, of course. But yeah, everything that's material. I I and I feel like that would make me honestly make me feel better about myself. Really, you think so? Yeah. Now I now I could donate all that stuff, which more than likely I probably would. <laughs> Realistically, I probably honestly would. you could just pay people to come and pack it up and donate it. Like you wouldn't Dude, even. Have I, to I wouldn't even worry about. I wouldn't even worry about my shit, bro. Like I'm yeah. getting. I'm getting, fucking all new studio equipment. I'm getting fucking. I'll probably end up going back to like a school or something to like, you know. I feel like you should set yourself up in a really 
a really like media based city. Like I feel like you should just absolutely like I what I open up a what would you do? Okay. studio. Oh my god, dude! Okay, I got let's switch so it up. Shit. Let's switch it up. What would you do for me, and what would I do for you? Okay, let's Ooh, so. So what well, I would the first thing I would do. You're moving back. To is oh my god! You're but moving back. To you would even sure. not be there. Dude, wherever I would, wherever I'm going, you're going. I would pay to get you in to see the top music producers in the planet. Oh my god, that would be fucking amazing. And I would pay for you to have your own fucking like animated production company. Ooh, dude. Okay. And, All right, because remind me about would, my remind me about my uh my new anime idea. Okay. Okay, bet. And I would um. There was one more thing. What was I thinking? I will get you counseling. Oh, that one hit on a personal level. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's what I would do. Definitely would be well needed. That's what I would do. Okay. See, get you a friend that checks up on your mental health. <laughs> Make sure your friends are okay, y'all. No, for real, for real. <laughs> Go tell somebody you love them right now, audience. Send them that text. Send Shoot them that, that phone call. Shoot your shot. Get that plane ticket. Go see those people. Go live your life. Hey. hey, hey. hey. <laughs> what would you do for me? What would I do for you? Well, wherever I'm going, you're going. We would definitely mm-hmm. go on a fucking, like, a long vacation, like, trip. Like, we're going to... <laughs> I don't even remember the last time I went on vacation. Yeah, we're probably going to go to, like, Universal Studios, Fucking Disney World, Legoland, Knoxbury Farm, fucking whatever. Yes. Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll just go wherever. And then going to fucking Japan. Oh. Going to Japan for sure. Oh, man. So dumb. Dude, if I had a year, if I had a year, I think I really would move to, like, Japan or some shit. Like, just to be there. I, I really like Zen. Like, the Zen kind of lifestyle. Like old school Japanese. Oh, I, remember, I remember you telling me how you wanted to decorate your room. Oh wait, I wanted to ask you. I don't, I don't know if you want to talk about it on the podcast, but mm, uh, I know you're going. Probably not. <laughs> maybe not then. I don't. I don't know. Are you talking about? I don't think it was that personal. Nah, I got some quarrels with it right now. Wait. Okay. Okay. Never mind. We'll talk about it later because I don't know. All right. <laughs> You're not in Yo, my we head. may not even be talking about the same thing. I don't think we are talking about the same thing. Okay. I'm very Anyways. On <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so what else would that's it? That's what you would do, just vacation? Vacation. And move us to where you would be. Yeah. Um, y'all getting everything new. I'll I'll probably Back. burn your house down too. Take <laughs> all your valuables, burn your house down too. We'll give you, we'll give you uh, as many babies as you want. Get you, yeah. I'll get you a whole orphanage. No, uh, that's too many. That's too many. Yeah, just then, give me twins. Then that's a problem. So take <laughs> all of them. Mama Yasmin. Yes, mother. If, okay, if, if you died today, mm-hmm. what do you think people would say at your funeral? 
Hmm. Honestly, I don't know. And I don't think that many people would go. That's bullshit. No, nah, because no, no cap, no cap. If I don't see, like, our friend group or whatever go to your funeral, I'm running a fade on everybody. Like, I don't know. That's I just exactly, feel like... That's kind of how it went down with, like, your wedding shit, too. Like, I was really ready to run a fade with everybody. I didn't care who it was. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, my wedding really opened my eyes to who would really be down for me and who wouldn't. Who's just there for the for the party. Yeah, because it honestly was very, like, stressful and very eye-opening, very, like, very present. Like, uh, that was just, like, oh, it was so... I just realized that just because you, someone's important to you doesn't mean you're important to them. Ooh. Say that one and more I, time for the people in the back. Just because someone's important to you does not mean you are important to them. And also, perspective's a bitch. Ooh. Like, perspective is crazy. Like, like, how could I be looking at an apple and saying that it's cut open and somebody else sees it from the other side and says it's not even cut? Like, it just really made me realize... But what's the question? Oh, honestly, I feel like like people would just... I mean, I hope people would be sad. I really don't know. I really don't know what people would say. I really don't think about it often. Like, I used to, when I wanted to kill myself, I used to think about, like, who would be affected or not. And I used to not think anybody would be affected. Shit. But... I know my sister would be heavily affected. That would crush me. It's the only reason I'm on this earth. You, my sister, yeah, and I, Emily. I thought of Kershawn, too. Yeah, like, I just I feel like... Because I feel like he would be the one to, like, I don't know, he would get the news first, and I would not want to see that happen. Because that man... Dude. That man would be on a fucking warpath. I literally feel like... I, I feel like I have a bodily connection to everybody that... Because, okay, let me just... Let me explain. Because... Because when Emily was going through whatever she's going through with uh, her ex and, you know, she had that one off night that her mom decided to talk about during our wedding, which pissed me uh, off, but whatever. Um, whenever that happened, I felt it like dead ass. Like I immediately was like, what the fuck is going on? Like I need it. That's why I don't know if you remember, but I texted you and I was like, yo, what the fuck's going on with her? Like, you need to tell me right now. And you were just like, no, we can talk about it tomorrow. Like, don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, you need to tell me because, like, I can feel something's wrong. And That's crazy. Same thing for you, I feel like. I feel like any time that you've been, like, down so bad that, like, you were, like, super depressed or whatever, I feel like I've always kind of inkling where I knew, like, I felt it in my my mind, my mind, my body, my soul that something was going on. And the same thing with my sister, too. I feel like I just have that kind of connection to the earth or whatever. But So you, you get the sense, like, like, something is wrong. Like Yeah, I just feel like if you were to, like, be <laughs> gone, like, I feel like... Be unalive. Yeah, I feel like on some certain level, I would know immediately. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, I so could, remember that. that. that a, yeah, uh, that would be a low one. Because I, 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 I know I would feel the same thing. I'd be like, something's not fucking right. 
Yeah, like I definitely am sitting weird on this planet right now. Like, what the fuck just shifted? No, for real, for real. You know, there's supposed to be a solar eclipse tomorrow. Yeah, there was two. There was one what? like a week ago what? or two weeks ago. A week ago. Yeah, I think it was actually. I think it was. Was it? I think it was I, November third. I I think there was supposed to be something with like the. Moon it was. Or something. Yeah, it was like a, it was a lunar eclipse. Was it? Was it? No. Yeah, it was at three forty-five a.m. Uh, and it was a red moon, and it was long as fuck. It was supposed to last for like hours, and then be gone in the morning. Damn, I wish I would have known about that. No, I'm I knew, but I was like, the one uh, that's tomorrow. Yeah, I haven't looked up the information. Usually, I'm on top of that thing, on on top of those things. But wait, so what do you think people would say about you at your funeral? <sighs> Honestly, I wouldn't want anyone to talk at my funeral. I really wouldn't. I really wouldn't want anyone to talk at my funeral, bro. I really, if I'm being honest, I really wouldn't even want a funeral. Like, don't go through the trouble at all. Like, just know that I am definitely in a better place. I'm happy because I am no longer uh, on this planet. I would have ascended. So, yeah. I don't know. You know. You know, me and death are like weird. You know, I I see it more as a. I don't think I've ever, like, I think we've kind of talked about it, but I don't think we ever, like, really got deep into it. But I, I see death as, like, liberating. Yeah, I'm not scared of death. I think, I think I'm think i scared of not accomplishing what I want to accomplish while I'm here, but I'm not scared of death. That part. But I also feel like, like, I would definitely want to have a funeral. I think the selfishness in me is, like, I want everyone to mourn me. <laughs> as you, you know? should. As you should. I want people to cry. Like, cry, bitch. Um, but also part of me is like, obviously, like, I don't want anybody, like, I, I don't want anybody who I actually care about to be sad. But all the rest of the bitches that claim me as their friend, I hope they burn. Ooh. From beyond the grave. I haunt them. Can you still hear me all right? I had to take the microphone out because my phone needs to charge. Yeah, you're good. You froze, like, for, like, a second and a half, but it wasn't, like, noticeable. Okay, cool. So I think the audio still came through, so you're good. Sick. I'm I'm vibing. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I got like two more questions. Um yeah. what is what is one thing that you think is bad about yourself that you wish you could change? Or and then what's one like what's one thing that you think is a bad quality about me that you think I should change? Mm -hmm. One thing that's bad about me. <coughs> or that you think well, is bad about yourself. Yeah. Well, if I could change something, I wish I had ambition. I wish I had, like, the drive, like, determination. I feel like I'm just lacking it. I don't know what kind of, like, it's about drive. Like, you know how it's about power. It's about power. <laughs> we say hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours. I'm not gonna chat. That's the only thing I know. Yeah, um, I feel like, like, like you know how like psychos like they don't have empathy. Like I feel like I don't have ambition. Like I just lack it. Like there, it's not that I'm like, oh, I don't want to do anything. Like I'm not lazy. Like I just don't have right. ambition. You just don't have the drive um, for it. Yeah, which is super weird. Like, I've never met anyone that doesn't have ambition before, so. 
it'd be interesting to see if anyone else feels that way but um and, and I kind of feel like my whole family like not my whole family like my whole like my siblings don't feel ambition either which is really interesting um so I feel like if there's something I could change I would probably change that or um I'm super fucking sensitive and I hate that about myself I hate how sensitive I am people have always capitalized on how sensitive I am I cry when I get into fights not because I'm sad but because I'm angry um I just really hate how people's words have an effect on me um and then honestly I wish you just weren't so hard on yourself like I really just wish you could see the good that you do instead of just all of the bad which there's not much but you capitalize on the bad and I wish you could see I just wish you could see like one how... thing after another like all the time that's what it feels like it's like it feels but I feel like, like everybody feels too. that way you're right I just feel like you could see how much like you've progressed because actually that's really how I'm like if I'm being honest, that's how I'm feeling right now. Like I was talking with uh my my mentor yesterday. He he kinda he kinda took me on a drive, which I, I really appreciated. Um and we drove to his studio because I haven't seen his uh his studio. And uh he's the one where I go and get all my uh like podcast information and stuff. Like he kinda kinda like a bigger brother, like I'm gonna take you under my wing kind of thing. Right, so, right, right, right. He took me like on, on our drive, he took me over. Um and he was like, he was telling me like, you know, some stuff that was going on in his life and something that, um, and you know, some things that were going on in my life where I'm like kind of struggling right now. And he was like, you know, you just do the best, do the best that you can, whatever. He's like, we're kind of in like, <sighs> like, it, I don't know. It's just his presence, like him, seeing him, tell me like that I've been doing like good and that yeah like just kind of put me on game with some stuff and trying to tell me like you know trying to guide me in the right direction really felt good like kind of inspired me because I told him I felt like I was really uh unmotivated like right now I felt like just you know it was hard for me to like get out of bed and shit yeah like, I just don't have a drive I'm like I'm trying to find that and I just feel very stagnant yeah. So, where was that? Where was I going with it? You're just that's just how you were feeling cuz I've told you that like I want you to know that you're doing good. Oh yeah. Yeah, so he kind of just validated me a little bit. So I I appreciate him for for definitely for that. He's like if you ever need I'm... anything, yes, yes. Yeah. No, fuck it. Shout out to my boy Relly. I appreciate you, man. Relly Ali Ali. <laughs> so. No disrespect, really. Sorry if I said you wrong. <laughs> and you know, it's also uh, the people at Media Tech too that are kind of putting me in a in a better perspective of just Media just tech. go and do it. Like, honestly, that's, that's what I have life. a hard time doing. That's like that's what I have a hard time doing. Like, they they really are like there to help me, and like they really do want to see me succeed. And I really am taking like heed to what they are saying. So like I really hope that they can see that I am trying. It's like I'm not just right. listening just to listen. Right. So because I really do want to be the best that I can be, but like trying to apply that, I feel like overloaded sometimes. Like I feel like that's a not a weight, but I have to live up to that. You know, I know I can obtain it, but it's gonna be a gotta, hella hard thing to obtain. 
I feel like you have to balance both. I feel like you have to balance, you know, just living life and doing the best you can and also going after what you want. You know what I mean? You've got to you got to find the balance between pushing yourself so hard that you actually get what you want, but also like living in the present. That's the thing is like everything that people tell you, like you got to balance so much and it's so debilitating sometimes, like just, just everything. Like you got to focus on being happy, but also, you know, if your job's not making you happy, then you can't just quit because you still got to make money to do what right. you actually want to do. And then it's like, okay, but what I actually want to do is this. And it's like, so then you have to quit, but then that would make you unhappy because you wouldn't have money. So it's just like, like it's balancing all the things. Yeah. It's very hard. Very, very hard. That's like one day at a time. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I wasn't uh, expecting to get like kind of, <laughs> kind of deep, but. What do you mean? That's what I'm here for. I know. It's just, I don't know. You know, you know, I'm weird, like talking about my, like, my feelings and emotions and shit. So, yeah. That's why I like talking to you because uh, I get you to do it. Yeah. Kind of like that little <laughs> charm, down to earth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's nice because it's like, um, uh, for some reason, I have the ability to make people tell me their life stories. And sometimes it's horrible because I'll go to a bar and people sit next to me and talk to me for five hours. No, no cap. Because same. It's like, it's like, <laughs> as soon as, hi, I'm CJ. And then they're like, hi, I'm going to tell you my whole life story. Oh my God. My husband just died and all this shit. Like, and third. Uh, cool. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, sorry. But knowing me, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. But then sometimes it's helpful because you get friends who are stubborn, but don't like to talk to talk. So. But it's weird, like, because I, okay, I'll, I'll just explain a recent encounter that I kind of had. So, essentially, I, I was working one night, right, at uh, at the Revention Center or Bayou Music Center or whatever, right? And uh -huh. I was down in uh, the VIP area, and it was kind of empty. Bartender comes up to me, and I, like, she's, like, I see her with kind of, like, tears in her eye. I don't fucking know this lady. Like, never seen her in my life. And she looked, like... She, I see the tears in her eyes or whatever. I'm like, I was like, hey, like, it's like, are you okay? Like, you good? Like, you know, what's up? Um, she's like, mm, I'm just going through some things or whatever. But it was kind of like, whenever I asked her, she kind of like broke down. So it was, it felt like it was like one of those like, somebody kind of actually yeah. cares or whatever. She was telling me that some stuff had was had happened with her uh, her boyfriend or whatever. And I'm like. Going in detail, some weird stuff of, of, in, about it. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to, like, give too much away. Yeah, yeah, privacy, yeah. Of course. But yeah, it was like... And you know what's the weird part about it? I've, I have never seen her after that. So, like, I couldn't, follow, I couldn't follow up and be like, hey, are you okay? So I really do think, like, at some... Like, me, I come into people's lives at, like, a, a certain time. Like, I just have... <laughs> yeah. Like... I'm just there. It's weird. It's like I'm no, there same. when I'm needed. Yeah, it's like we show up. I'm a fucking superhero over here. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Captain you are a superhero. You are too. Yeah, Captain Underpants. Tra la la la. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, is, what is some... Okay, this is the last question and then we'll wrap it up. No. <laughs> well, 
we got to wrap up the conversation. We're already an hour right. in. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, come on. So what is something that people seem to misunderstand about you? Hmm. I feel like a lot of people think I'm judgmental, but I just care. How do, how do you think that, like, what makes you think? Like, I feel like, I feel like, like, in my eyes, what I just want what's best for people. And I feel like sometimes that comes off as, like, overbearing or, like, in your face. So I guess not judgmental, just, like, overstepping. Like. Like, you care, like, a little too much? Is that what you think? I guess, like, okay, let's take, let's, let's dive deep, like, like, let's be real, like, let's take, let's take your relationship, for instance, okay, Mm -hmm. like, there was a time where I did not believe that it should be happening, and there was a time where I thought that you guys would be better off separated, and I expressed that, but I feel like sometimes it's like, okay, Yasmin, we get it, now you're just hurting my feelings, you know what I mean, like, like, like I, you already told me this, and I'm not taking your advice, so you just need to let it go. But I'm always like, no, like I, I really need you to understand. Like this is how I feel about it. <laughs> so you have to tell people like how you feel. Like is in it, a sense, in a sense. Like not in a bad way. Yeah, I definitely do it for the greater good. Like I don't do it because I want you to feel like a certain way. I just right. feel like the situation demands it. But yeah, definitely, definitely that. Why? What? How did? What? What'd you say? Like what? What I say is like about you or about me? Yeah, about me. About you? Something that people like misunderstand. I would say you're very like you want things to to be like benefit everybody. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you want people to, like... Oh, my God. I, I, I get some... the same thing. I Like, I feel the same thing. Can I thing. tell you something that you told me that changed my perspective, like, so much? Sure. Okay, Absolutely. so, I remember one time we were talking, <clears throat> and just, like, on a basis, when I was telling Emily something, and you, and I was talking about how Emily always gets mad at me when I tell her something, and you were like, I've never experienced you ask her or tell her something that like wasn't like right like that wasn't like out of pocket or like not true or like not to benefit her or anything like that and it really changed my perspective because a lot of people a lot of the times like all uh like let's just take my wedding for instance right Mm -hmm. I wanted things an exact way like a certain way right and I feel like everything that I wanted a certain way was only to benefit everyone else's like time right like, it was never about my time. It was only about everyone else's time. I feel that way about my life. Like, that's crazy. Because when you said that, I was like, you're right. I've never asked Emily anything or told Emily anything that would have, like, made her feel a certain way or do a certain thing or, like, was out of pocket. Okay. So, I guess one thing that I can say that people misunderstand about you is they, you don't get mad for no reason. Right. Like, oh, is, that's what you a, said. There, yeah, that's there is a reason. There's a reason why, like, there's a reason why you're upset. Right. And I feel like, because I, me personally, I can see why you would be upset about, like, 
well, I'm just in general, just about right like, whatever you are upset about because you're right, not right. you're normally not upset. <laughs> so yeah, that's what you said. That's what I was trying. To, I was like, I know you said something along these lines, but I'm trying to figure out what the fuck you were saying. It was that I get mad. Yes, because I'm not a mad person, and that's right. one of the big. That's one of the, no offense to my wife, like love you forever if you do listen to this, but she one was. of the things that yeah, one of the things that really used to make me mad was that. She used to ask me all the like, Yasmin, why are you so angry all the time? And I'm like, I'm not angry all the time. Like, this is so confusing. Like, I'm not an angry person. So I don't know why she made me so angry. <laughs> and so when you told me that, I was like, holy shit. Because, like, people will send me off sometimes and then be like, oh, my God, why are you so mad? And I'm like, I'm mad because you did this. What do you mean? Yeah, that's crazy. Because, like, let's take, uh, like, Kate and Marae, for instance. Like, mm-hmm. they don't understand that at all. Like, we'll hang out, and then, like, literally, they'll ask to come over, and then, like, 20 minutes later, they get bored, and they're like, okay, we want to leave. And I'm like, well, that's kind of upsetting because, like, we cleaned our house and did this and that for you to come over, and now you're just, like, spending 20 minutes here and wanting to leave. And they just don't understand, like, why I get upset. And I'm like, okay, whatever. No, understandable. So, yeah, that's crazy. What is, like, what's something that you think people misunderstand about me? Hmm. Hmm. What is something that I think people misunderstand about you? Oh, another thing I think people misunderstand about me is that I'm not, I'm not um, trying to get with you. I'm just flirtatious by nature. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like flirtatious. Don't don't do. What would you say? What would you say? I don't think it's in a flirtation. Well, now that like because the closer you are to them, the flirtatious. It's like it's like one. You're one of the boys. (laughs) Right. Like you know how how the boy the boys know what I'm talking about when we talk to each other. (laughs) Boys are gay. We are not. We just show the kind of love that you women don't show to us. Oh, shut the fuck ooh, up. Ooh, did I, did I hit him with that one? <laughs> shut the fuck did up. Did I hit a nerve with that one? <laughs> what? I'm trying to think because I really don't think, like, I, I haven't really hung out with you outside of, like, our friend group, so it's hard for me to, like, know okay. what other people think about you. Oh, fair, fair. What fair. do you mean? I thought you no, were going to say you, like, haven't hung out with anybody outside of, like, us. I was like, bro, you No, I'm like- saying, like... <laughs> A whole different city. No, I'm saying with like you with hanging out with other people like that don't know you with you. Like I've never straight up asked any I I feel like some people feel like you're selfish. Ooh. I'll say that. You think so? I think that I think I think everybody thinks everybody's selfish to be honest, but I feel like like, when it came to adulthood, I feel like a lot of us had it hard trying to communicate and trying to navigate our friendships. And I feel like people just don't recognize that, like, sometimes you just got to do things for yourself because you it's, like, because you're surviving, not because it's a choice. Right. Like, I feel like a lot of people took it hard when, like, all you wanted to do was work and hang out with MK. And I feel like people didn't understand that, like, you literally didn't have a choice in that. Like, you had to work to survive. Right. And, like, MK's your life. So, obviously, 
So you're going to see her as much as you can when you only had a day off. You're going to go spend the day off with her instead of spending it with the guys. You know what I mean? Right. So I feel like a really big misconception is that, like, you just don't think about everyone else. And I think that you do. I never heard that one. So. Interesting. Oh, I hope I hope I didn't hurt your heart. <laughs> nah. Heart's been uh, broke so many times. I uh, uh, don't know what to believe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my I, fault. My fault. Put my heart on my sleeve. <laughs> there was like, okay, so there was one I got that someone told me. Um, it's actually the second time I actually heard it. Now that I think about it, but I got that I I look like arrogant and cocky. Mm. So like, but I was told because it it's how I carry myself, I guess. Yeah, people think I look like a bitch. <laughs> people are like, oh, that's a really good misconception. People think I'm such a whore. Like, I, I'm so rude. Like, all this shit. And they meet me, and I'm like, I think, yeah, you kind of do you carry yourself like an arrogant piece of ass. But you, I'm you not. You look confident. Yeah, but you're not. But you, not. Yeah, I was about to say, but you know me. Yeah, no. No, no. Yeah, that's a good one. I never even thought about that. No, yeah, that was that one was like because I just heard that one uh, again recently. But now that I said it again, there was another time before that where I was told that. I was mm-hmm. actually told that by like an employee at, uh, at Walmart. I was like, really? I was like, really? You think so? I was like, because I'm like anything but that. Yeah. Did that sound arrogant? That sounded kind of arrogant. That did kind of sound arrogant. Yeah. But uh, fuck it. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, people tell me all the time that I have resting bitch face, so I look like an asshole. And then, like, um, like Nina, when I first started talking to her again, she told me that she thought I was an asshole and that I was a bitch or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. Rude. Yeah. Man, I lost a lot of friendships. I don't talk to her no more. You win some, you lose some. Right. No. No. Sorry. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I kind of like, I kind of like doing like this. Yeah, it's nice. Like, we're not even, we're not in the same room right now, which that's crazy. I know. know. It sounds good though, at least from what I'm listening to. Like, on my end. I'm probably going to have to go back and uh, edit edit this. Yeah, you probably will. <sighs> no, I am going to have to. <laughs> yeah, when you told me you were doing a podcast, I was so surprised. I didn't ever think that, like, you would do a podcast. Like, I don't know why that kind of just kind of struck me as interesting. But, I, like, I feel like podcasts are super cool. Like, I would have no issue doing this every single week, like, coming and talking to someone. With someone. fucking live. Yeah, it'd be sick. I feel like that'd be fun. This is like, you know, this is kind of like, well, for me, you know, I've always wanted to do something with like music or audio related, right? So I haven't had anything for myself. So this is one of those, okay, this is me putting my name out there. Like, this is my project. This is something that I am doing. Like, so I kind of want to, I wanted to use this. 
I feel like some Vikings are like, what the what the hell? But okay, sorry. But no, it sounds like it's something that I like want to do. Like something I haven't put anything else out there like that I've worked on. And it's kind of like an excuse to like get with friends. I I like to talk to people. I like to get on like deeper levels, like talk to people. No, literally same. Different opinions and shit. Yeah. Because I realize I realize like a lot of the people that I've been on like episodes and stuff with, we all have like really good dynamics with each other. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I just feed off of people. Like I just you're Gemini. Yeah, I was about to say. I, I literally hear the Gemini aspect of that. <laughs> literally. I've been hearing a lot. Like I've been realizing that a lot recently. I like that. Be, Get uh, into that. It's weird because like you Get know I like because you know I like collect things and shit. So, but at the same time, I'm also like I will burn this bitch to the fucking ground. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, you definitely have, like, a good and evil side to you. You think so? Maybe not evil. Maybe more, like, good and depressed. (laughs) (sighs) I think I'm depressed because I can't act out on what I want to do. Because more than likely, it'll send me to jail. So. Ooh, that's a good one. Because, uh... You know, I wish I knew what my deepest, like desires were in terms of like bad things but i just don't know i maybe i shut it out enough to where i don't think about it but i really don't know what i would do if i had no consequences yeah uh i know some of the things i would do (laughs) but i'm sure if i say it uh one i'm either getting canceled two i'm getting locked up so Oh my gosh, we should we should we should talk about um cancel culture. Oh god, we got to do a social media another podcast. time. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> we got to do a social media podcast, dude. No. If we could do it like if we could do it like this, I'm so down to do so many more with you. Of course, of course, dude. I got money. Yeah, I got to find a way how to do do this with the equipment that I have because I'm borrowing this right now. Yeah. But okay, well, let, me, let me let me wrap up here because I feel like we're just getting into yes, the part where yes, we're just go, talking go, to go. each other and catching up now. So I just want to say thank you guys again for tuning into the C Squared podcast. Be sure to go on my Instagram page and like, comment, share, follow all that good stuff to access our content on my link tree. Um, we are going to be concluding our our podcast soon. So. I have, like, two more episodes to record this week, and I will be starting to post in January. So the first episode will drop January. Start the new year off right. Yes, sir. That's something for y'all to look forward to. I appreciate y'all so much. I just want to thank you guys for coming out. See you in the next one. Peace.